home of and a lot of tall buildings. Welcome everyone to Plasticast. Uh, what the? Uh, why am I wrong? Oh yeah, we have depth for this one. Ah, uh, you could have told me this. Uh. Yeah, sorry. I just like, oh yeah, here's what happened. Like in three in the morning, I just grabbed her and like, Deb, we're gonna do podcast. No questions now. <laughs> and here she is. <sighs> Hi, bye. I'm going to bed. No, come back. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> You you better give me a boba after this. Yes. Sure. Awkwardness. Fine, I'll get you a fucking boba. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> uh, and we're forgetting someone. Yeah, the guy on the other side of this screen, Ramses. Huh? What? Huh? Who? You. <laughs> me? Yes, you. Okay, it's me. Yay! Woo! 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 All right. So this is what, like mid-September. I want to say mid-August. Yeah. Sorry, my um, my calendar's a little bit off, but this is mid-August, and that means we are right after Wonderfest, and we are just enough out of that particular date range to actually spoil everyone about the Dark Knight Rises. Pretty much because it came out very late August, uh, very late July, so there you go. Yeah, see, as you can tell, his calendar's fucked up too, so. Oh, yeah. Why does why yeah. it still say January? What? <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Surashi! <laughs> I gotta change that. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so, we are, of course, first of all, gonna talk about Wonderfest that just happened a few weeks ago, or a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that particular event showed an awful lot of figures, the new ones, of course, and Figma just dominated. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, usually usually we hear one or two Figmas that are like, oh, that's cool. That's really cool. But no, th it seems like this time they really went all out with Figmas. So, um, yeah, you know, why, why, why don't we take it off from there? All right, so... I'm gonna start off with the obvious one, and I'm sure this is the one that you two are gonna discuss a lot, which of course is Figma Pet from Kid All Icarus. Right, I called it. Who fucking called it? Who fucking called it? You. Thank you. I was you. gonna say Eric was brought up, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't get to eat your shoe this time. That is true. No, because here's the thing. I knew going into this that like they have to do it because of how aggressively they're trying to promote Kid Icarus Uprising. And besides, he lends like he lends himself so good to a Figma. I'm like, this, they cannot, they, they cannot, they, they just can't not make a figure of him at this point. And this is also the sign that a lot of the Nintendo Figmas are selling extremely well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they only they only have what they only have. Um, at this point, the only um, sandwich is just barely released. Link should be released like sometime in what in October? Ah! Oh yeah. man! Mm -hmm. Just a, October or November? So I'm pretty sure we'll see Pit by January as well. So I'm like, oh, we'll have a good spread by then. <laughs> so, which begs the question now? Oh, which also begs another question of what you think of it? Well. 
like I said, Ramps called it, and I was like, oh, I should've, I should've known it was coming. I should've known it was coming, and I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I, I just, I just lack of a 3DS. Sad face. But... But we did play it at the WonderCon. Yeah, there. demos. And demos, yeah. I don't know if that, that was just probably the closest thing I ever played with that game, but um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited that they're actually stepping up. Yeah. Oh. Now here comes a real question: What's after Pit? Oh God. Um. Do you guys do you guys really want my opinion on this? Go what? ahead. Go ahead. Fire Emblem. Called it. Oh my God. But 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 <laughs> it's not gonna be. It's not going to be like Ike or something. It's probably going to be based on the Fire Emblem Awakening for 3DS that's going to Here's come the out. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. There's a character in the game. I'm, I'm going to spoil a little bit of the game. There's a character in the game who assumes the role of of Marth. Really now? Go on. But, like, it's, but she only, like, she, like, this character only refers to himself as this character. However... The first deal, the first free DLC of the game was Marth. I could see Marth happening, obviously. So Marth yeah. most likely will be the very first character and the most identifiable character they can use to play as a, the very first Fire Emblem character as a Figma. I could be wrong. He was in the first game, right? Yes, he was. The, he's the main protagonist of the yeah, first game. Yeah, he was in the first game. Um. That's why it's like. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, if, he, if they're using him. Yeah, if they're using them that, that much, and they might as well they might as well just use them. Mm, yeah, for sure. I kind of figured, you know, Marth would be as a figure. Um, personally, I, I would think I would love to see a Roy figure. Oh my god! Especially with the sealed sword. Oh, well, man. maybe it could happen that if Marth sells well, then they could delve into Fire Emblem a lot deeper. They could. It's so much possibilities. Wow. Especially, you know, every every game has like a huge cast, so um, yeah, you can pick and choose so many characters from this series, so like, <laughs> I can't really, I can't really, um, you can't really say, you can't, we can't really, like, pick, we can't really, um, say, there's just so many characters. Yeah, I can't, I can't even count them. <laughs> Oh, man. The, the right. other character I can see them putting in, you're right, Stan, the main character from the new Fire Emblem Awakening must be like the next one as well. Crumb. Yeah, uh, Crumb. Yeah. yeah, that's his yeah. name. Hmm. Yeah. Alright, so that's one down, and the next one is Figma Labris from Persona 4 Arena. Hmm. Unpainted, by the way, but yeah. you, you can tell it's there. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's, I need to see. I need to see her more in action in the game to get a good feel of how she of, of how she is. But I so far I'm digging her design where she looks like sort of where she looks sort of like Aegis, but there's a little bit there's a lot more going on with her. I do know this. Okay, she uses her axe blade as form of a wing. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Really? Uh huh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So she practically uses her wing as a weapon. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And also, not to be outdone by that, they also showed a Persona 4 Arena version of Aegis. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Lots and lots of guns. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Not to mention. Oh, by the way, they made a diff a bit of a modification. Okay, just like in Persona Four Arena, they changed um, her appearance from the Persona Three. She has a tie now, and then her hairs are more shaggy. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's okay. good. Yeah. I, I think that, that's. Was she like this in the in Persona Three? Because like I could have sworn that. No, she had she had, she had a bow. She had a bow. She had a bow. Yeah, and her hair was more straight down. Okay. Like. Yeah, it was more straight down. Uh, it was more tamed. Yeah, I'm trying to remember back. It's yeah. been a while, so. No, I remember. I actually own. Well, the... you have the figure. So are you kidding one, me? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just I I play portable, so I. God. Yeah, it's been yeah. way too long. Yeah. So. And I'm wondering, okay, those two, yeah, they're going to be out. Yeah, sure. Mm. So does that mean we're going to see the rest of the Persona 4 characters like you know, Narukami, Yosuke? Mm. It has to, you know? They're in the fucking game. Naoto. Naoto, yeah. Freaking Naoto, man. Uh. Okay, we're going to see them in whatever next event is, like whatever's Winterfest, December, like Winterfest, Winter? Yeah, oh yeah, I was mentioning November, sometime November like yeah, 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 November, yeah, thank you. Oh, I remember I was mentioning about Teddy, too. Oh, yeah, Jeez. human version of Teddy, you were talking about human, that. It'll be sparkles, sparkles everywhere. <laughs> Boxes will be sparkles, painted with sparkles. And just to piss you off, event exclusive. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be exclusive. No, because here's the thing, I, I see them going all out and actually giving them, like, the bear suit as well, and, like, underneath is the actual Figma. <laughs> I could see that, actually. And, like, it might be a little bit more expensive, but I would I can see them going all out and doing it, because that's what they're doing with the... That's what they're doing with the... Um, the, the little tiny guys. Android. The Nendroid, thank you. Because uh, they have an Android Teddy coming out, and they and they have that, and they have that setup where it's like it, inside the actual body is the, the actual Nendroid body. Yeah. All right, so we'll see what happens after Labyrinth and the P4A Aegis, uh, and it is as you said, the next Winterfest is in November. So if I don't see anything new from them, like oh I don't know, fucking Naoto. We're gonna have a talk. I wouldn't be surprised if they release Rise. If you really want my honest like opinion as to what I'm gonna, what we're gonna see next, I don't like mm -hmm. how you guys are gonna you guys are gonna laugh at me, but I see uh, Mitsuru, Mitsuru being the next one. Oh, Mitsuru and Akiko. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. Cause not I really. I can see it. Like, because I think they want to focus on the women first. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Are you sort implying that Naoto is not a woman? Uh, no, she is, but it's like, you know, no. It's a trap! I can see, but actually, you know, I can see him doing Naoto more than, say, Mitsuru, because it's like, Mitsuru, especially in Persona 4 Arena, they'll be like, how are we going to get away with this? Yeah. A mint, well, she has like a they... mint coat, a, a mint, uh, a mint skin coat, and like, and, and like a tack, and like a tack suit. Like she's like solid snake. You... What? Okay, you seem. She to... is rich. Yeah, but, so... but 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 you seem to forget something is that Figma sometimes has a tendency to use actual fabric. We've seen it in uh, recent releases, like the uh, index from the index finger and uh, Sunred from um, Tayo Tante Sunred. 
Kaio Senshi Sunrise. Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. it is possible that they could use a fabric type for her mink coat. You know? Yeah. Not that far off. Hmm. All right. Well, there you go. So it's like, uh, there you go. So it's like, it can be either. I mean, I see, I see them do Naruto yeah. more at this point. Yeah. yeah. And and the worst case scenario, they're gonna use soft rubber for the mink coat for Mitsuru. Oh, worst case scenario. No, no. Actually, no. They can't do it because, like, I, I Here's the thing, mink coat and the capes are two different things. Yeah, but no, it just means that like, yeah. they are gonna. I'm, what I'm trying to say is like they are gonna go like do something at least to accommodate it. So they they wouldn't do hard plastic. Okay, I believe that. All right, so we'll see what happens. Like, but now too, I demand it. Well, now to most is the most is the most likely candidate because I think they also want to kill two birds with one stone and get and just get all the girls of Persona Four. If that's also the case, I'm pretty sure Risa will, will be also down the road as well. I'm not surprised. She's gonna be boring as hell, though. Oh God. Uh... She has to come with her Persona. Right now. Yeah. I'm gonna call it right Risa... now. Risa is gonna be a, is gonna be a, a con exclusive. I wouldn't be surprised on that one. So. Nope, not at all. Alright. Because they, really, so, they literally relegated her to like an announcer role in, in Persona 4 Arena. So I don't think they think really twice about her at this point. Yeah. Oh god, that's going to be annoying. <laughs> uh. Alright. So that's it for the Persona. And we're going to move into something a little bit different. And something totally unexpected, I might add. Which, of course, is Figma announced that they're going to be making figures for the Avengers and the Amazing Spider-Man. Woo! <laughs> Come on! Woo! Woo! <laughs> this is awesome! This is, this is amazing! I love it! I can't wait! You know, I never even saw those Walmart exclusive 6-inch Avenger figures. Oh. Even if I saw one of them, I probably wouldn't be able to buy Wouldn't want to buy it. Totally worth not buying him. Yes. Here's the thing, though. It's like I seen those Avengers figures, and they're cool and all, but it's just like I'm pretty sure Figma can do can outdo them. That's that's just my honest opinion at this moment. And here's I the thing: every show that every show that we've done, whenever we're talking about a convention, what are the, what are the two figures I demand the most whenever whenever we're talking about whenever we're talking about this? Captain America Thor. and Thor. Captain America, Thor. Yeah. Yep. So guess what? I'm gonna finally get my wish. Just by someone else. There you go. Merry Christmas, Rams. Shurashi. Oh. Oh wow. But uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, here's one thing I'm a little bit worried about, is that they're not really good with an actual human facial. You know, Ooh. that's been proven in Robocop and Michael Jackson was shaky at most. <laughs> I mean, I like how it came out, but at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, you know, he looks a lot more beachier than I probably should, you know. Oh, come on, Stan. I know you like me. Oh! Come on. Come on. That's not too far from the truth, actually. Come on. 
Yeah, see, it's like one day I got so drunk I saw my big one Michael Jackson talking to me. Stan, I know. Stan, I'm watching you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You, you guys just need to watch. You guys need to watch the new Black Dynamite cartoon because it's like it adds more creep creepiness to to, to all this. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. Okay, so here's a question then. Who's the first one out out of the Avengers? Hmm. Take a guess. Uh, um, because everybody uh, fucking loves him in Japan, it's gotta be Tony Stark. We're gonna I knew it. There we go. We're gonna get a mark. We're gonna what, what is the Mark Eight armor? Mark Seven? No, one that they used in Avengers was yeah. actually Mark Seven. Yeah, then yeah, ah, the Mark fucking marks. seven. There you go. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the aerial yeah. bomber. Yeah. Too many marks. Ugh, I can't keep up with this. And well, that's Tony Stark. Making quite a yeah. few more for Iron Man three. Like, like Tony, stop upgrading. I can't hear you. I'm upgrading. I swear to God, if you add alcohol in that suit, what? Yeah, I'm yeah. Alcohol to what? <laughs> then um, um uh, my teeny shaking not stirred. I'm sorry. What was that you were saying? Yeah. Will that be all? Yes, Charlie. That will be all. Go on. Oh yeah, I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> see it coming. Oh. I mean, I think that's that's the reason why I think they did that. Why um why Rebel Tech didn't pursue anything further than say Iron Man because. Iron Man is well is right next to Spider Man in popularity in Japan. Iron Man is like the second most popular hero, Marvel hero in, in Japan. Wow. Hmm. All right, so let's see what happens. And you know what? By the way, I want the Figma of the Amazing Spider Man. Oh my God! I'm so excited. <laughs> so so excited. Oh my I God! Mean, <laughs> The terms of the suit, it's really good. I, I really want the Figma of that. Yeah, I'm okay with this. I, I dig, I dig. Yeah, what if it comes with the Andrew Garfield held, uh, head? You know, it's oh my god, I, I would great. dig that. I would totally dig that. <laughs> oh man, so let's see. What else did I want to discuss? Oh yeah, there's one more thing I want to discuss when it comes to Wonderfest, which is the Realbot Blodia from Cyberbots slash... A little bit of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 where Jin Saotomi uses him as a hyper combo finish sort of deal. And you know what? I want it! I know it's gonna be expensive. I know it's gonna be just at least like 6,000 yen. I know this, but guess what? I still want it. Godspeed. <laughs> yeah, I never see I never see you so devoted for something. Other than uh, like, uh, the orders were something that expensive because usually for me I'm like even for me when I when it comes to a Saint Seiya Mythos I'm like God I really want that but I'm like I don't know how I don't know about the price but oh my God it's so worth it you you were like dead set so it's like you got you got more weibos than I do yeah and that here's the difference between you and me is that you love the shit out of Saint Seiya like this is your life this is your religion oh yeah yeah. <laughs> And you know me, I am a gigantic sucker for Mecca. Yeah. And this goes way back to my childhood when I actually played Cyberbots on arcade back in Korea. Oh. Wait, you actually? Oh wow. my god. 
More props to you. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But back when I was in middle school, uh, no, I'm sorry, middle school, um, elementary school, um, we would, me and my my family would go to uh, like Korean like amusement park. You know, the one that they have yeah, in yeah. like a gigantic building and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always have an arcade there. You know, they should, of course. You know, that's like a mandatory. In that arcade, is one of the arcade machines had cyberbots in it. A jelly man. Yeah, I know. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I knew it had robots in it. So I spent like two coins worth playing that arcade machine. I don't blame you. Yeah. That is one sweet game. I only got to play it like later on when via via emulation, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's just right now when I grow up, like you realize how unique that game is. Yeah. No. Yeah. And yeah, it was a, like, a, a, oh, go on. Finish go on. your thoughts. No, I was about to say it's, it was. I dare say it's ahead of its time back then. Back when I was wow. playing in elementary school. Yeah, because the thing is, at the yeah. same way, at the same way, I felt too when I played JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I was like, what is this game? It makes no sense. Why are, why are these things what? going out of their bodies? What? What is this guy who transforms people into into like little kids? What is going on with this game? Yeah, so when I saw uh, Sentinel putting out the real bot Lodia, I was just like, I don't care what it takes, I am getting this. You know what, you, more power to you, my man, if, that, if you're going to get it. And I guess it's also the fact that uh, the real bone line impressed me was that I actually got real bone Conti. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Hey, and you got one. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit of download thing, but I got it. It was okay. also it was also it was also the last minute deal. Like it's like I saw what people were saying about it. It's just like okay, I have to try this, and I tried it, and I was very impressed. So, given that, I am willing to give Realbot Blodia a shot. You know, the, the stand, it has stand seal approval, so you all should get it too. So. No, 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 I didn't give it a little approval yet. Because things could easily go wrong. You know, like QC issues. Yeah. Oh, well, so, yeah. wait, you know, wait and see what happens. I'll let you know how it goes when I get it. Alright. Uh, um, there's a few more things that I wanted to bring up that we did that, like, they went under the radar, but I think I, I kind of want, I, just for a brief, I want to discuss about it. Go on. Um, Figma Cobra from Space Adventure Cobra. Oh, that's right! The old school! Call me surprised! I was like, holy shit! Like, that's another character I was like, really? That's another character I was like, it's not really high on my, that's not really high up there in like terms of like what I want. But if like, if they made it, I'd buy it, and hey, it's Cobra. The only, the only question yeah, right now I... is it, it only my only question right now is if he's gonna come in his red outfit or his purple outfit. I'm gonna say red. No, because like the, in the I think like if like they more and more in the current stuff that they've been using to advertise it, he's been wearing purple. Really? Yeah. But here's the thing though is that a lot of people remember his red version more yeah. than the purple version, yeah. and as we all know, red is primary and. You know, it really connects with people a lot more easier than the purple version. They will release purple version, but I assume it's going to be exclusive, limited, that sort of deal. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah. they, like if they're gonna do something like that, they'll give him like a new head or something like that. It's like more um, more manga accurate or something like that. Yeah. But um, but I'm amused by the that they're bringing out. I want to know when exactly, because like it is kind of the kind of figure I would actually buy. And I think he, I think he's a good complement to someone like Gogo Thirteen as well. Oh yeah, because those two are, you know, old school badasses. The old school badasses that smoke. Smoke cigars and shit. They're and they have and they get bitches all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. So, well, let's see what happens. You know, um, we still have yet to see the colored version of it. Mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. We'll, we'll hear we'll hear something about it soon. So, um, another one. I'm like. I, I don't think I'm getting ahead of myself or not, but like, um, they did. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about Robotex? Yes, let's go. Yeah, cause like, there's, there's yeah. Like, you were really excited for it. And, like, I'm surprised that like, this one that you that I'm surprised by this one too. Cause, like, it took me a while. Like, what? Um, Robotex, she's uh, she's a Maro to uh, Toyoshiha from Drifters. Shima's a Toyoshima, yeah, yeah, from Drifters, yeah. Yeah. Toyohita, Toyohita, yeah, Shimazu Toyohita, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, fangirl, you know me, I don't really outright admit that I don't, you know, I fan something and a figure. Well, you fanboyed. I fanboyed the hell out of this thing. Fangasm. Fangasm, like, motherfucker. Unbelievably, I love Drifters right now. And, and by the way, those of you that don't know, Drifters is Kota Hirono's current work at Helsing. So oh, okay. if you're wondering, yeah. So if you're wondering, hey, what happened to that guy that made Helsing? Well, he's working on this now, and the series has a lot of the historical personnel uh, personalities in this show, like Oda Nobunaga, uh, Nasu no Yoichi. There was a small mention of Adolf Hitler, Billy the Kid, yeah, John John of Arc, uh, who else is there? Rasputin, uh. Uh, Charles the portrait. Uh, let's see who else I'm is there. Why, I should, I, why am I laughing at this? Why am I not? Because like I shouldn't be surprised by the creator of Helsing. He put all this crazy crap into. He put all this crazy crap into Helsing. I'm not surprised he put all this his crazy historical crap in, in in his new manga. Yeah, I think the recent one had um, Hannibal, not Hannibal Lecter, the Hannibal <laughs> no, that took tried to the, take the room. The, the Conqueror. The Conqueror, yeah. Hannibal the Conqueror. He's a he's a senile old man, by the way. He still shows brilliance every now and then. For the most part, for the most part, though, he speaks gibberish, and I found it pretty hilarious. Stan, you convinced me. To, you convinced me to pick this manga. Do it. Well, you recommended me, so you did. I did recommend you. I totally forgot about it. Well, so... yeah, we're not forgetting it this time. You're probably gonna bother me for the rest of my life. Yeah. So. Hey, Dev, have you read Drifters? No. Have you read Drifters? No. Have you read Drifters? No. Have you read Drifters? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Suck it, that tell ya. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even historical, anyway. No, 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 not really. Oh, but, but getting back to the figure, they didn't color it. Like it came in the, you know, skin tone, the prototype version that the. Revoltek usually does, but it looked good. It had all the necessary details in it. So I'm waiting to see what happens. Here's the, here's the thing, like, we always, 
like, you know what? I, I think this might break that curse that we always have with with big with Robotex, where it's like, even in, even in, in the weird in a weird idle stance, it actually looks pretty. Like it, even in this weird idle stance that, that we have it displayed on our website, it looks pretty good. Which surprised the shit out of me, because Robotex generally suck when it comes to idle stance. Um, idle stance. I should yeah. know. Cancel figures. Oh god. Yeah. Oh god. Those are fucking hideous. And I've heard shares a problem with Alucard Robotech as well. Ooh, ouch. Not, what I wanted Not as bad as Kenshin though. Not as bad as Kenshin though, but mostly the hair is just too stationary. Like it's just it's just stuck in one motion and Oh, that's not cool. Yeah. I I, I, I hate hair. But for you know what? It's good. Like I guarantee you that you know what? I cannot find any faults for time being. Yeah, so it's, same here. Like I can't, I can't unless we have it when we have it in our hand that we'll, that we'll make that final decision. But as of this moment, I got nothing. And hopefully, Toyo keeps itself well. That means that they're gonna make the other characters like Joan of Arc. That'd be awesome. <laughs> take these names seriously, man. Oh, by the way, you're not gonna take this this seriously either. Joan of Arc is a pyromaniac. She's a pyro user. Okay. Yeah. I'm down with that. Mm -hmm. And I can actually picture Joan of Arc becoming Revoltech should they decide to pursue deeper into Drifter. Alright. Yeah. So, so you want to bring up from, from Wonderfest? Um, those were the key ones that I remember. Do you have anything else? No, not really. Cause, like, the rest of them, like, th there's just a few of them, like, what was this from again? Like, there's just one with there's this chick with, like, really big boobs, super sonico. I'm like, what? Uh, that's a Nitro Plus thing. Oh, okay, Nitro. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, super sonic is a, a Nitro Plus character. Yeah, so, eh. I, I never really, yeah. I, 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 I never really understood that, so, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Eh. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't. There's uh, uh, Henrietta from Gun from Gunslinger Girls as well that they showed off. Oh, that's right. Hen uh, Figma Henrietta from Gunslinger Girls. Uh, Henrietta, ah, that one. Sorry. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of complaints about that figure, by the way. Ooh, ouch. Mainly because uh, from what people say that they based her, her look from second season, which a lot of people oh. hated. Oh, mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Now, I haven't watched a lot of Gunslinger Girls, okay? Yeah, but, gosh. you know, if people, are comp if people are complaining this badly before it, it even showed the final version, it might be a problem. Yeah. I don't know, like, I, I'm, I, I wouldn't know the difference myself because I'm, really I'm not really that well versed in that series. So it's like, you know, as long as, as, long yeah. as it... That's that's something awfully high on my on my demand list. So it's like you know whatever. I only watched one episode. That was depressing, and I'm just like, wow, really? Uh, anything else? Uh, let's see. Berserk guts, aka I'm Batman. Oh yeah, the Batman armor. You know what? The Batman looks pretty good. Yeah, that's really yeah. good so far. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like, like. I don't know. I, I, I don't see it as a. I don't see it as a Batman more than just a guy with a Velociraptor head. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> the rap, the raptor guts. 
There oh god, go. we're in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. It's learning, it's using its appendages. <laughs> and then it sneaks on the back like, of the enemy. Oh clever girl. Well, Hold on, hold on. It's like it's like a um it's like a thinking raptor, you know? If they're called apostles, does that make Griffiths a Jesus? <laughs> awesome. Oh. <laughs> oh I I wanna see the colored version of this. I do. You know? Nice. I cannot wait to see where this one goes. I know a lot of people wanted this um this Figma from Gecko. Alright. Alright. Oh, I want to see what happens with it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Alrighty then. Um, is there anything else that you that you remember, or anything else that ca that caught your attention that you want to bring up really quick, or is that it? I think that's about it. Yeah, that's pretty much about it. Yeah. Really. Everything else seems to be like under the radar for the most part, and it's just like, oh, you know, th this is more like a fan hobby kind of thing, where it's like a lot of it, a lot of the stuff that we see is are. A lot of stuff that we see, a lot of like fan-made stuff that they made. And I gotta be honest with you, sometimes these fan-made stuffs are probably more, more impressive than a lot of these companies pull pull out. You know? Indeed. Indeed. That's why it's like. Yeah. Uh, That's why. Sometimes I really wish I, I had that that extra cash to throw to throw out to get that those some of those really nice stuff. Like there's these really cool custom Rockman figures they made. Holy Moses. Yeah, I've seen really crazy stuff, what they pull off. I'm like, wait, how, how did they do that? Oh, what? And even, and even the, let's get to the obvious one, which is um the customized Figma, what they call Figma or Figmo, you know? Depending oh, yeah, on the those version. Are fun. Yeah. Those are fun, but then you're, then you're sad because you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because um, I remember a few years ago, uh, they had, uh, at the Wonderfest, they had a, a Figma or Figma class, like F-I-Q-M-A. They had a fig customized Figma of Ikaru the Brunstead from uh, Melty Blood slash Tsukihime. I'm just like, oh, it's happening, Figma! Fuck! Not just that, yeah. I heard the joke of like, it's just like the anime, it never existed. <laughs> <laughs> Then pat him in the back for me, would you? Thank you. No, you can mention all you want. You know, I'm I'm not gonna fucking deny it. That anime was fucking awful. Indeed. That's why you made the joke. Yeah, I know. That was a that was a funny yet sad yet horrendous joke. Indeed. Indeed. Alrighty. So. Well, that's about it for me. Also, it's like, eh, like I said, like there's really not much else for me to talk about from these figures themselves. So, mm -hmm. all right, then shall we move on to the next one? All right, why don't we move on to the next one? So, a few weeks ago, we did see the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> 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 God, I wish that would happen. <laughs> um. And we had our opinion. You had your opinion. And it's been long enough that people will not give a damn about spoilers or anything. And by the way, if you still have not watched Dark Knight Rises and you're listening to this, well, too fucking bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're, you're lost. It's, it was a, actually, it was a pretty easy movie. Yeah. We, when we stepped out of the theater, we talked about this and we said, this was a solid movie. For, I said that. But. For what it is, um, yeah, there are a few positives. But a lot of negatives draw it down. Like it just dragged it down to the depths of that pit where you know they were chanting right, 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 right. It could have been so much better, really. And I think to me it's just so disappointing because it's Christopher Nolan movie. Alright, then why don't, why, don't, why, don't we, why don't we break it down for a minute? Why don't, why don't we talk about what we like and what we didn't like? Okay, well, how about good. this? You start! Alright. Alright. Um, let me tell you what I did like. Surprisingly enough, I liked a lot, like... This is one, this is one thing I like about Christopher Nolan movies. Like, he, he really makes you care about the characters. And, the, and there's two characters in the movie that I really like. John Blake and the and Selena Kyle's characters were really well made in this movie. And you know what? I'll give you that. John Blake was very prominent. And the way he interacts with the, the orphan kids, you know, because he came from orphans, same orphanage, you know, you really feel for the guy, you know? And I think it's also credit to Joseph Gordon Levitt's acting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. He's the man. <laughs> he, he did, like, you know, you, this is the kind of role if they had it to him. If they had it to anybody else, it would have been just bad. And only that, like, and only this is gonna get to one of my negatives when we get to the negatives later. But like, he he took whatever whatever negatives that the character had, and he worked with it really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did not expect his acting to be that superb in that movie. I'm just like, oh yeah, he's there, and at first, and now it's just like when his character just progressed later on. I was I was fairly impressed. Yeah, I I, I was just like, wow. I really care about this character so much more than the other characters. So yeah. Oh yeah, and Gary Oldman also does a does a somewhat of a. He's Gary Oldman. It's Gary Oldman. I I, I I can't say bad about him, man. He's gonna come after me. So. <laughs> Remember, he was the he was Dracula at he, one point. No, he was he, he's freaking Dracula. I'm like so, no, no, I hate vampires. So I'm like with my master sword, like. <laughs> Hello, Deborah. I heard you talk shit about me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, other than Batman Begins, where he was just like, like I don't know, like, like I felt like he was trying to get himself into the character. In The Dark Knight, like Gary Oldman, holy crap, he stole the show. And same thing in The Dark Knight, in Dark Knight Rises, he stole the show as well. So, the next positive thing. Next positive thing. Um, they really, they really didn't, um, for a while, like, the movie itself felt really, like, it, it was really grandiose. It was like, you know, if you're gonna go on the bank, it really made you feel like everything was, like, larger than life, and that's something that you, that the movie like this needed to be. Yeah, I was gonna write that, that battle between the entire police force versus all the prisoners. Yeah, the pressure and, was on. And, yeah, that. you could feel the pressure, and then when they just collided... Oh man, like you talk about grandeur, there's your It's God. like you're dragging to that crowd and it was 
chaotic insane and i'm like what's going on not like, just like, it's like not, if, just, not, not just that it's like when when we finally first see the bat and what it, it can do and all that stuff that's a that's amazing that's a... oh the the hovercraft yeah the, the bat, bat. Yeah, the... Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh my god yeah it's like you know my mom told me to never take um get into a car with a stranger this is a car this is a car <laughs> Fucking bat! <laughs> and hey, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Were you thinking like me when you saw the bat? You immediately thought of um, Command and Conquer. No, I was actually thinking no. more like Metal Gear without the feet. Yeah, I can oh, see it. Okay, so I'm the only one that thought of Command and Conquer. Okay, good to know. Okay, <laughs> okay. indeed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. Because uh, I remember Sorry. the. Alright. Yeah, because I remember that the uh, old Command and Conquer had a lot of um, hovercraft, but that's outside the, the whole other story. But I like bad for what it's worth, you know. Mm. So, what do you guys? Do you so guys don't have anything yeah. positive and or Nate, not positive you guys want to bring up? Okay. This goes. Wait, can we bring negative too? Uh, whatever. At this point, um, fuck it. Okay. Fuck it. Okay, fuck it. Okay, let's talk about positive first. Okay. Positive. Yeah. yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead, please. Oh boy, where to be? Where to begin? Um, wow. Um, yeah, he did again. What Ram said, he did really want to make this as a finale and to you know make it a bang and to end it, end it in the trilogy. And yeah, to me, there are good moments. I mean, I mean, Bale did as Bale, but <laughs> that's. And you, I can't, I can't deny that that freaking silly Batman voice. <laughs> it's, no, I, I almost died when he was like, was like, I, I, couldn't, I tried to cover my mouth not to laugh out loud in the theater, and oh my god. When he, when he grabs me, he's like, where's, where's the, where's the trigger? Where's the trigger? Where's the trigger, man? Where's the trigger? <laughs> spotlight in this in this movie um jesus christ um yeah i mean i've always loved to see morgan freeman and and gary oldman and and john oh god and um really i love the music i've always loved the music um, oh god the music soundtrack is always amazing and i mean choreography is it's okay um choreography is okay i don't, I don't think that's I'm trying to remember it was not Yeah, I there's not really a lot of much of Batman fights actually. So I think that goes in the negative. Yeah. So but yeah, it probably goes in the negative, but I was like I'm trying to remember everything. But um 
I mean, yeah, there were good moments, but there were a lot of bad moments that stuck out to me that uh, kind of left. Can I, can I go on positive for Bane? Yeah, okay. sure, go ahead. Okay. I have a lot of complaints about Bane. I do. But his actions were... He was actually believable. Like it's a it's a different kind of evil. Like with Joker, it was just like pure insanity. You know, you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. With Bane, it was more calculated, and it's it is in essence it's a revolution. You know, he's a revolutionist. So a lot of the actions made sense. You know, and you believe that this guy is this guy's a bad guy. This guy's a villain. He's he's a badass. You know, and you believe it. You know. Based on his action wise, you know. From what his action, he was quite intimidating. Yeah, actually. Like and and the and the not so surprising part, because actually, believe it or not, um, it carries over to the comic version too. Bane is brilliant. Like he's articulate, you know. For a guy that was in um, you know, shithole prison, this guy is like every word he speaks, like it carries weight. You know, but that is assuming you could listen, understand him. You know, <laughs> that's the biggest problem. Yeah, anyway, yeah. And that's what I'm into negative right now. And let me just bring that up first. The way, the way comprehending villain works is that you understand their motive, and to understand their motive, you have to be able to hear what they say. Joker worked because he was articulate. You hear what he say, and it gives you creeps all the way down to your spine because... Oh, the camera scene. Yeah, that, yeah. You could under, you hear the tone, you hear the words, and it goes to your brain thinking like, this guy's real. You should be scared of him. And you do. With Bane, as much as his methods were there, you just can't understand his words because you don't hear the weight of his voice. You don't hear the, the, the tones. You don't hear the... Um, Words, because oh, I speak like that. Hello, this this is McDonald's. Can I take your order? Oh, I like the order of Excuse me, can you repeat that again? Revolution, Captain Um, right. You just want a large fries and a large soda. Is no, you suffer, woman. I said Captain Sullivan. Okay, that'll be three ninety nine. Next window, please. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I have to agree yeah. because it's not just that; it's the accent he also is putting. He, it's this weird accent where he makes him sound like, uh, like uh, uh, he makes him sound like the bad guy from from Goldfinger, and <laughs> pipe, piped in with that with the with the weird mask he's got on. And it's just like, oh my god, what are they doing here? Here's the worst part, though. I saw the movie. I saw, I saw the prologue. I saw the prologue. And it had, and it didn't have that weird filter on the movie. Like literally, it didn't have that weird filter. He sounded okay. I don't understand. Like when, we, when me and my friend we saw it, we were like, I don't get what the big deal is. I can understand it perfectly okay, other than a few lines. But a lot of the lines, the reason, like it makes logical sense why you cannot hear it because, um, the to give you a basic idea of what the prologue was, it was the first ten or so minutes of the movie, and it's the whole scene where it, where he's escaping from the plane. And, right. Yeah, we saw yeah. it. So, um, and and there's some parts where you like because of where they were, they were in a fucking plane. 
that's about that. That the, literally parts of it are fall is is literally being ripped apart. No wonder you can't fucking hear anything. Barely. So I, like, I barely heard. So it's like it, it makes perfect sense for for that for those for that to be muddled, and it's just like, like look, like it's one of the things where it's like at the end of the day, I kind of wished um, Warner Brothers had taken a little bit more confidence in. Christopher Nolan and just letting it, just letting him do what he wanted to do. That was that that whole thing about his voice really did reek of like you know studio intervention. Yeah, because a bit of that dialogue during the plane, I had to look it up on IMDb. Like literally, um, the guy, okay, the CIA guy said, you know, what would happen if I take the mask off? And then Bing goes like, it would be extremely painful. And the CIA guy goes, you're a big guy. And the Bing says, for you. If I could have understood that, that would have been badass. And the other thing, I understood that line in the in the in the version that I saw in the prologue. Yeah. Here yeah. I was like, but, yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah, and which by the way gets to my second negative point, which is Bane's mass design. Like Whose brilliant fucking idea is to have his mask look like a, you know, half-assed Darth Vader mask, you know? It's like... You know, I really miss that wrestling mask. <laughs> I know! I, was... I, I really miss that mask. After all that... So, right. let me, so let me ask you, Rams, okay? Do you think that type of mask, like, type of, like, luchador mask, where it's, like, open mouth, that would have worked for Nolan's movie. Do you think it would have worked? It would have been too goofy. It Is there a way to modify so it wouldn't look goofy in your head? Um, make it a full-on uh, closed mask? There's a really you cool mean so like, um... There's a really cool design my, my friend showed me once. I'm, like, I'll ring it up. I'll, I'll, ring, I'll show it to you guys later. And what it is, it's that same Bane mask, but what it did is they covered it up. They covered all the parts hmm. of it and it looks more menacing. Like, he actually has, like, a like, red yeah. filter on his eyes, which makes sense because, like, you, you're talking about a guy who never, who's never seen sunlight for a very long time, so that would have been perfect for this guy to, like, have this, like, this, this thing to protect his eyes with. Brilliant! I wonder why they never... That begs the question. I wonder why they never thought of that, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really brilliant. I was like looking at it, I was like, wow, that actually does work. Because like, it took the same fundamentals, that same mask, and it just covered up most of the, most of the face, most most of the head. And I'm like, this works. Second of all, it works. It, it works in a more practical sense where it's like it filters out a lot of the stuff that you know he's claiming that he can't like he he, he has problems with. Yeah, he has the respiratory problems, and then not only that, he he's never seen the sunlight, so he has the red filters on his on his um, mask, so he can like see. And, yeah, it's just, like, that could have been a lot more intimidating, but instead we have, like, you know, the little, like, prawn, prawn mouse, and then... Zoidberg! mouse, and then the rest of it is exposed, and... Yes, like, I... I, made this, I made this joke, I made this joke a very long time ago when I first saw the mask, and it's, like, it looks like he has tampons sticking out of his mouth. <laughs> I remember that! I remember that! Oh, my God! <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's I can't the first, that's the first that thing I gravitated to when I saw it. I was like, oh my god. Oh, I found it. Anyways, that's the first thing I gravitated to when I saw it. I was like, holy shit, he's got tampons on his mouth. 
And guess what? I actually have it right here, the picture. So why don't you guys feast your optics on this? Alright. Well, let's check it out. Yeah, but... Anyways, but like... Keep on going while, while, while it's loading yep. up. Oh, that would have been more... That would have been much more intimidating. Oh, I would have loved the shit out of that. Like I said, actually, it, 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 it's looking at this. It, it, they didn't. They didn't do anything with. They didn't do anything with the main design. They just added in some stuff that made more practical sense. Right there, there. Yeah. yeah, around the eyes. See, yeah. even added the white. You know, I love that little detail. Yeah, I think that's so just like. That's great. Like the mask from the, the comic books. Yeah. yeah. Yet at the same time, it, it yeah. makes it. It gives it a more like it. It makes sense for him to have it. Yeah, it's more realistic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. man, I would have dug that. They dropped the ball on this. Oh, I agree. I'm totally. disappointed now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and oh man, so that's my complaints regards to Bane, really. Like, and uh, anyone else have a negative you want to bring up? Oh dear. Um, let me tell you something, guys. Um, I I grew up with Batman with seventies through animated. And back then, and and even now, I'm I'm a huge Catwoman fan, and I I was I had my doubts of of Anne and Hathaway's Hathaway, yeah. Anne Hathaway's acting, but I gotta admit, she did good. No, she was really good. Don't get me wrong. I, everybody praised her acting in that movie, but what really bothers me is her role of Catwoman and. I was the more I think about this is, what was her purpose in that movie? <laughs> I mean, she was. I mean, for, I mean, I understand she has some sort of motive, but it was just as the movie was starting to end, it just dwindles. It just dwindles. It's just, it's just like in the nutshell of like, yeah, I'm looking for my plot device. I don't know where's a plot device. Yeah, um, I swear you have your plot device. I have a plot device. Oh, can you give me the plot device? Um, uh, not really. I don't trust you, man, because you're you're a thief and and you're you're sleek like a cat. Oh, whatever, man. I, I'm gonna run away. Well, don't run away. Why? Because you're important to this movie. Oh, well, fine, fine. So, oh, um. Here's your plot device. Oh, thanks. My job is done. Well, you know, we should kiss. Kiss. You know, we, we should, like, run away to probably Europe or something. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> well, okay. I, I think that's the point. Go on. I was going to say, I see your point. But here's the thing. They explain, like, they, like, the way I'm about to explain it might be the best way that she is. That might, might actually save a little bit of it. And this is why I liked her as a character. Like, I can care less about Anne Hathaway. I thought this was actually a good way to using Catwoman. And that she is the audience, she is the audience proxy. She is, like, like she is, like, literally, like, like a blank slate. You don't know who she is, but she's up, she's important enough to be in it to have all these things happen to her. And you can actually have her be, like, in an area where both the good guys and the bad guys can be. And you can have exposition with her. And you can have her like carry that exposition because she understands what's happening. So, 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 for for and that purpose for being like the person that's gonna carry the movie for like for them to under for them to for an audience to understand what she, for for the audience to understand what's happening in the grander picture. I think that's I think in her role that's a really good role. But I think like like. 
like I'm starting like, to see a little bit of like I'm starting to see a little bit more of like how like it's a it was a good like, idea on paper, but I think in execution I don't think it I don't think it worked because like there is like it worked for me. I don't know how it worked for anybody else. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, one you said like she's like audience proxy, and my first thought when I heard it was I don't want to kiss Christian Bale. <laughs> tell like you know this of this revolution and like how yeah we can have, have a revolution but guess this, but this is the problem about having a revolution like if you so you sort of need someone to like say um but, you, need, uh, you need the common person to to have that kind of like effect to so it's like yeah, yeah guess what we are guess what we already have that person his name is john blake yeah, and that's the thing that that, that, yeah. that unfortunately that's why it's like uh, uh, that's why it's like it may have gotten lost in a lot of like like I understood what the what the plot was, but maybe it got lost to the majority of people. So it's like uh, maybe I'm the only one who thinks about this. Here's the thing though, okay? If there's one person in the revolution that's more active than anyone, it was John Blake. He was going to the meeting for the revolutionists. Okay, he was proxy for every uh, policeman. Like he. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's like, he but was. The thing is, it's um for Catwoman, she's like the other, she's the opposite effect of it, where she is like the character that that's like starting to start it. Yeah, but she didn't finish it clean. Like as a matter of fact, I think somewhere along the what was it like airport, she got lost. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like somewhere, 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 something must have gone lost because, like, yeah, because like. like I, I will, because, like, I, I, I see her as that character I, as I described, but there's also, like, little inconsistencies that I'm starting to notice, where it's just, like, she, yeah, she let, she let, she let him, she led him to Bane, and that's where, and that's, and that all that stuff happened, but it's also at the same time, it's, like, you know, she's so, she's, she's so sympathy and stuff like that, and it's just, like, well, we have John Blake to do stuff like that, too, so... I don't know, it's just like, uh, like, I really do not like how they handle Catwoman in, in terms of plot pacing and whatnot, you know? And, we want, like, you want to talk about different characters, um, let me talk about my other problem, is that... Go on. How they handled Alfred, Alfred you know? Oh, poor Alfred. <laughs> I know! Oh. They wrote he him off. He never got his paycheck. No, not just that, yeah, they wrote him off, like, midpoint. It's like, you have one of the most endearing characters in Batman... And, and a possible father figure. And you're just gonna write him off just like that. Bam. So sad. Yeah. No, I feel so bad. Oh my god. You're gonna have him pussy out of this whole Batman operation, which is very unlike Alfred. Why? For to drive Batman out of the open, then it's just wow, really, guys, really. <laughs> There's a plenty of ways for me uh, for them. There's plenty of possible ways for them to fix it. I'll get to that much later. But the fact that they just wrote him up until the, until the very fucking end. It's just like, why would you do that? You know? There's one person that should have stayed through is Alfred. You know? Lucius Fox stayed through, you know? Granted, you're taken hostage. But he still stayed through. And 
if anything, if anything, if they want to keep continuing with this um, exact plot, Alfred could have been part of the resistance. Because keep in mind, he was former SAS. He was former mercenary even. You know, remember all the story he told about, you know, the guy that wants to burn the world during Dark Knight? Really? Remember? Remember? Anyone? No yeah. one? Okay. Well, yeah. well, in Burma. Well, 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 yeah, well, 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 Crystal is being a tangerine. Huh? Yeah. See? He had the military experience, so he could have easily been part of this resistance. He didn't have a boss to do that. It's like, I am tired of your angsting, Mr. Wayne. Goodbye. <laughs> End scene. I'm like, what just happened? Like, I didn't, like, kid okay. this is, I, I'm not going to try to defend it. But I do see that what Why? they were trying to do with it. In which they wanted to put, they wanted to say, they wanted to say that, like, all the stakes for being Batman has finally led up to him. Like, this is the end result of him this being Batman. Like, this is, like, ultimately you're going to be alone. So, so, I don't know, maybe, maybe that, that was the case. I don't know. And, like, you are right. It's just, like, I'm trying to think, like, what was the purpose of him just leaving? And, like, yeah. By the, like, by the time, by the, like, convenient, I'm amazed how conveniently, <laughs> I'm amazed how conveniently he, he said peace out to him. Let me ask you, Rams, okay? Name me one occasion throughout the history of the Batman comic where Alfred just up and left. Well, none. But basically, yeah. He, yeah. He, he would yeah. always stick by no matter what. Yeah. So for until death, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so, so for this movie to pull the fucking plug on Alfred, it's absolutely unacceptable. I don't think so either, because what happens at the very end is it almost seems like he's like recon he's having a, like you know what what Bruce does with with Bruce and Alfred end up happening at the very end. You know, I think it's like a little bit of like reconciliation, like you know, like let's 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 let's, let's bury the hatchet. So you're my best, you, you know, you're my brosif. You're my bro said Alfred. Come back to my life, man. Uh, that's still unnecessary, though. Uh, yeah, that could have handled in a different way. True. Yeah. So, any other problems you had? Cause... Uh, um... Should I bring up a negative? Uh, Rams... I think of okay. Rams, you have a problem? Um, as much as I, I was praising John Blake... I don't like the fact that they that they basically took like they basically took like the they basically took Tim Drake and they pretty much dressed him up as as John Blake. That was my only. Ah uh, yeah. Because like <laughs> well, go on first. You go first, Dan. Okay, I was gonna say they. Are you complaining about the fact that his name is John Blake and not Tim Drake? Oh no 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 no. I'm, I'm I'm more complaining about the fact that like it looked like, it almost seemed to me like he knew he was Batman from the ver from the right from the very start. Yeah, that's Tim Drake, all right. He did, you know. He, he, oh yeah, he, he did. Because yeah. like remember, he goes to him. He he goes to he um Blake goes to um go, goes goes to Bruce Wayne, and he's like, you know, why why is he coming back? This and that. He's like he's like he's implying to. Bruce Wayne, I know your secret. Why aren't you coming back? Yeah. So it's like it almost seems like like they they try to shoehorn and now they try to shoehorn like many of these these things and they could have just done they could have just done it without a lot of it, in my opinion. 
Like, mm. it, yeah, but, it, yeah. it, 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 he should have been part of that big reveal at the end where they, they figured out that, like, those who were around around Batman right before he took the nuke, that they, um, that he was Batman. No, but see, here's the thing, is that I didn't mind that particular stuff as much because that means that, like, you have to keep in mind, I think at that point, everyone just was about to give up on Batman, you know? Like, Bruce Wayne even, you know? Like, his company, like, you know, it's like, even Alfred was about to, you know, say, like, retire your shit. So, having John Blake figure out, and even Lucius Fox, Lucius Fox was, like, we know, like, after Dark Knight, you know, Lucius Fox just destroyed that sonar. Yeah. yeah. He knew that, you know, he didn't want to be part of this project. So, I, both I think, Batman I think and... He knew, he knew very well beforehand, like, way, like, like, just like, like, just before the end of Dark Knight, oh, Batman Begins, like, he knew that he was Batman. What, the Morgan Freeman? Yeah, I have this, I have this thinking feeling that he knew also, like, well beforehand as well. Well, yeah, duh, he's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> well, answers my question. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, I didn't mind this much because you brought up Tim Drake element. Yeah, sure, you know, that's going to be there, you know. That also, that also, what that also enabled is him becoming a detective for yeah for the for the you know most of the movie you know that showed that he has a detective skill like tremendous detective skill I might add so that allowed him to become a detective mm-hmm. you know it's a it's pretty much an exemplifying it you know like this is how smart he is so yeah it's no wonder he became detective despite how crazy this Gotham has become yeah. So, I don't mind it as much. I don't know, maybe because for me, the reason why I felt a little bit, because, like, like, all the other movies didn't have to rely on comic book elements. And then we see a movie with all these comic book elements, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, but, I don't know. It's just, here's here's the thing is that, like, I think... You think, and here's the thing, you brought up the comic book element, and that's one of the few complaints I've heard about it, is that uh, it feels like, a lot of people say that it feels like Nolan finally decided to give comic book element a chance, and it backfired. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, and, to his or her, to his or her own, their own, their own interpretation, because I could be wrong... Because like I've been wrong before, it's not gonna be the last. It's not gonna be the first or the last time. Yeah, sponsored by Payless Shoes. <laughs> yeah. So, if there's any other, uh, I want to bring up one complaint. This has Go been. It. This is probably the biggest downfall of this uh, entire movie. Oh God. Yeah. Go on. Melissa Go. Tate. Oh boy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Melissa Tate, aka Talia Al Ghul, or something like that. It's just daughter of. Wait. Yeah, daughter of Rachel Ghul is okay. My problem is with the fact that there was no indication whatsoever, not even a fucking hint, and out of nowhere, like out of nowhere, towards some. Um, Towards the end of the movie, she just stabs and go like, "I'm the daughter of Rachel Gold." I'm just, we were just like, 
What? Yeah, oh I was doing that look. I'm like, what? Okay. Oh god. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? There was no indication, none whatsoever. You were just some schmuck that was gonna buy out the company, and I don't know where you're fucking telling me you're Taliago. Really? And to me, it felt it feels like a gigantic crowbar of epic failure. And that threw off whatever momentum it had. Really. It was getting really good. And, and then that revelation happened and Oh, some... by the way, here's a wrench. Bloop. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everything stopped. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my uh... god. Go on. <laughs> No, you, you finish up your thoughts first, because, like, holy crap, I just remembered a few things now that now that you bring this up. Like, like we're past uh, memories here. Yeah. C okay. Carry on! Yeah, okay. <laughs> and his thing is that if there was a hint, like, something for us as the audience was able to deduce, you know? Because this is a fucking Batman movie, you know? You know? Like, you're, there's supposed to be some kind of hint or something. All... That would have been fine, and but no, you know there was not even a hint. You know, I mean, it would have been nice there if there was sort of a hint if we if we really stopped and thought about it. In which yeah, like really... yeah, like what's up? What? Go on. Like, why was she very, 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 very interested in in, in a project that they that they've been long been that they long said that it's been dead? Well, guess what? That goes for any other Batman villains who's rich as hell and have a position. You know, I guarantee you, you know, if there was Hugo Strange on that board of director, he would be interested. Well, no, it's like, like, there was, she was really interested in a project, in that particular project because of the nuke. And it's just yeah, but like, guess it, what? It, it, so it's like, that was, that, that may have been like the biggest hint that like, why is she really interested in this? Yeah, but that doesn't mean she's Talia Al Ghul, okay? She could have been... It could have been anyone. Yeah, she could have been like, I, I, It could have been anybody else, but I mean, that, that was awesome. supposed to be our big hint. That's what I'm trying no. to say. Yeah, but here comes the biggest kicker. This is what killed me. Is that up until that point, all the mythos, all the, the story about... All the build-up about... That little child that climbed out of that prison, it was implied that it was Bane, you know? Yeah. And that would make sense because, well, Bane had to, like, escape death, you know, to get mm -hmm. to where he was. Whereas Bruce Wayne was, you know, he was born in the wealthy family, you know, so he didn't have to worry about anything. Like, so the conflict between Batman and Bane was legit when you put it that way, like wealthy versus poor, you know? So that buildup was there and it was believable and that's what drew people into Batman vs. Bane in this movie and you're fucking telling me out of nowhere you threw every goddamn wrench in the building into that gear and tell me that that child was Talia Al Ghul you're telling me that all the hype you build up all the build up, uh, all the stories that you told us as a, to the audience about Bane it was all a lie you know, you're telling me it was that, you know, guy that protected the little kid. Do you have any idea how much of a damage does that cause to Bane's legitimacy? It just 
took Bane's legitimacy, kicked him in the nut, hit him with a chair, dropped him straight top of the hell in the cell, through the floor, down in the basement, and then the furnace exploded. And it does it all over again. Five times! Five times! Five times! Five times! Five times! And then only that, it it it, it, it leads to the most cinematic irony of all time. Where quite literally at, at after all of that, Catwoman pops up when it comes up in a bat pot and blasts blasts a hole right right into his chest. Never to talk be heard about, from ever again. Yeah. yeah, and talk about tossing your main villain under the fucking bus. That was the part. Oh my god! When that happened, I was like, "Are you serious?" And then the way they kill him, I was like, in this almost anticlimactic, like, you blink, you miss it kind of way. I was like, what? Yeah. I don't, like... I, don't know if, I, don't know if, I don't know if that's supposed to be ironic or not. I'll tell you what it is. It pissed me off. I don't blame you. It pissed me off so much when I saw it, when I saw it so. God. Damn! I was confused. I was like, "No, this is me. I I'm not. I I don't. I never got into comics, so I had no idea who this person is. I kind of idea because, well, regular, but I was just like, what is happening?' And I was just so confused. I'm like, guys, explain, please. Why? Why are you doing this to ruin this buildup?" Of a final movie of a trilogy that was supposed to be good, but it wasn't. Oh, God. And, and here's the thing. The worst part is that this movie made fame legit. Like, you want to believe that this is a serious villain. You know, watching this movie. Yeah, this is supposed to be the big bad. Yeah. And then this happens. I was like, oh, by the way, he's my lackey. What? <laughs> Are you... Are you kidding me? Okay, so so stock market invasion, and then you have all this hacking, and then you have these killing these special forces and hanging up on the, the bridge. You're fucking telling me, and oh, not to mention leading all those prisoners out for a biggest open brawl of all time. You're telling me all that was done by a fucking lackey. Get out. That was bullshit. <laughs> okay, now. Uh -oh. This now after all this, it led me to believe one thing, and this has led to another big, another huge complaint that I had about the movie. And this was something that stemmed from something I've been hearing a lot from Christopher Nolan and from David Goyer, the writers of the movie, and that they really, they really wanted to make a sequel. They wanted to make the third movie with the Joker. Oh. And yeah, a lot of the elements were there. A lot of the elements and the a lot of the elements that were there for something like this, where the Joker was gonna start mass hysteria and like lead everybody into anarchy, and that was and oh. it, that, that that plot was 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 there, in in this in this in this present version of The Dark Knight Rises, but then they horseshoot into all this other bullcrap with uh, with Bane's and because like they don't because they, they don't have a they don't have a Joker anymore, so this leads me to believe that's like it, it like like they could have just done. The whole thing with uh, with the Joker with Bane, and I would have been perf I would have been perfectly fine with it. 
Cause like, yeah, but even like, then... don't, don't 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 try to piss on my head and tell me it's raining. That's all I'm trying to say with this because it's like, it it, it seems like there's a lot of elements that were strong, and it seems like a lot of those elements were from that previous script, and it seems like a lot of those elements were taken away at the very end. Yeah, yeah. and it's unfortunate, but I would think that there were better ways to go around it. Because me and Deb talked about this, and I had my own idea on how I would have handled it, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you want to take time to hear about it, then, you know. That's what we're here for. Take, you know, stop, Go for it. <laughs> okay. Okay. First thing first. Take, take Talia Algol out. Take Melissa Tate out completely. You know? And don't shot jump. Like, basically, like, um, Dark Knight Rise takes, like, year, like a couple years after the Dark Knight. Don't shock jump too far, just maybe like a few weeks after, you know? And this is probably, uh, probably the, um, and keep the prologue, you know, where Bane escaped from the plane. Yeah, keep the prologue. And instead of Talia Al Ghul, we have Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. Penguin. Okay. And, yeah, because... Because the, the way I, I imagine it is that, like, you know, Batman is secretly taking out all these uh, mafia and then police are chasing after him, you know? So it's right after Dark Knight, you know? Because he became the public enemy number one. So this happens and then, and then of course, um, Oswald Cobblepot rises from the obscurity by opening Iceberg Lounge. Okay. And, yeah. And of course... That's his front, of course. We all know that, you know, he's a legitimate businessman, you know, he owns a swanky club and whatnot, and and then he goes into a secret room and then there he is, Bane. So Bane and Penguin are working together and for yeah. different reasons. Like for different reasons. Like Bane wants to like bring bring anarchy to um, Gotham. Oswald Cobblepot wants that reactor so he can sell it to the highest bidder in the black market. Not just that, we can also we can also horseshoe in that like I want to destroy the Wayne. I want to make Bruce Wayne look like the biggest piece of shit in the world. And I want and I want to I want to break him by by taking over all, all over all of his all of his companies all and everything while, while you know underneath his nose. Not just not just Wayne, but, but the entire upper echelon people, mayor and everyone. Like he yeah, could easily say like that's actually that's that's where yeah and that would have that would have made the whole um trial thing make sense you know he could easily say you know the couple pot family was ruined because of a mayor who used to be district attorney who filed a false allegation against the couple pot family there you go yeah see i thought it in like 10 minutes Uh, i remember you added one character but i don't know oh no i added bane i wanted to keep him okay but yeah, right. and that's the thing. It's like you kept Bane as like a threat, but you also kept you kept him as a lackey, but you made him as a bigger threat still at the very end. Yeah. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like I said, this, this role could have been anybody else. It could have been it could have been the KGBs. It could have been Deadshot. It could have been Deathstroke. It could have been, oh my God, so many of those hired guns. But then they went with a character with such a strong character like Bane. It just seems like, uh, like they, they could have just tossed in like. For all I know, it could have been Killer Moth doing all this, and I would have not blinked an eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Or, or like, I keep thinking oh, okay. Brave and the Bold. And here's the thing, and this is what, and this is why I need. This is why I suspected that this was that the, they they took this script from another script that was previously gonna have the Joker in it. Batman gets stabbed, and the thing that that sucker's in Batman's in Batman's like you know rib ribs like like in a, almost a biblical sense, like quite literally, it's like you know Jesus being stabbed on the cross. And you see Talia talking about the knife. And it doesn't help that I watched The Dark Knight beforehand. And it almost seems word per word, approvatum, the same, the same speech the Joker talks about why he always has knives with him. Oh. I'm like, oh my god, this movie was, this, this, he, he really was intended to be like the big, the big, the final boss of this movie. It's a shame. Cause like the no, way really. like, the way he's like I twist the like, like I always like seeing that my enemies like just twist like whenever I twist the, the the knife I like hearing them squirm. I was like that's the same thing the fucking Joker said. And I think that's what's disappointing most of it all is that you would think that being a high paid Hollywood writer slash director, you would think that you have the ability to be flexible. And in this case, they failed to do so. Yeah, so it's like that, that was the biggest. But now I'm like again, this is all repressed memories. I'm like, oh my god, that's right. That 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 line happened. Oh yeah, and now I got another complaint right here. Okay. Where, the hell, where the fuck was everything in terms of uh, in terms of like geographically? Explain. Okay. Yeah, go on. The Lazarus Pit, quote unquote. They toss them there. For like God knows how long, like the, and then like he and then miraculously, how does Batman teleport his teleport his ass from the middle fucking east to 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 um to um Gotham? And unless unless just just in, just just before the fucking nuclear reactor goes off, conveniently. He must have a really flat fast plane. <laughs> no, not just that. Okay, no. Okay, hold on. There's that that lady that you got you. That, this leads to another point. The bat was all this time in fucking um in in fucking Gotham all this time being hidden. Yeah, to that building. Think about it. How did he get from the Middle East to Gotham, United States? Which I look for for simple for simplicity's sake. That's um that what's for simplicity's sake. Let's just say that's like quote unquote New York. So it's in the East Coast. You know, so you know that. How do you get from Coach. like bumfuck Middle East to bumfuck Middle, well, you know, Eastern Seaport? You know, at this point, this is sounding like a very ma word math problem. <laughs> Batman leaves. It's Batman like leaves the, Batman leaves the train station at at, at twelve forty five, and he's and he's going to he's going to San Francisco. Bane is leaving. Uh, Bane is leaving on, on another train, leave, leaving the opposite, leaving the opposite way in in um in in Seattle. At what point do these two these two these two fuseless motherfuckers start punching each other? At what point and what and what state what city do they start? Do they stop and actually have a pugilist fight right in front of everyone? They stopped at Metropolis, and he called Superman. There, Good I hope I get it. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> see for effort. 
I would have yeah, accepted, accepted Shazam, but. Oh, damn! <laughs> Shazam! Exactly. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I was looking for Star City, or and I, I was also, I was like, uh, and I was looking for the Green Lantern. I'm sorry. Oh. Or I could have called Aquaman. Outrageous. Anyway, so like getting back to the point, it's like it doesn't give, it just doesn't give you like a sense of like, like literally he just appears. I'm like, what the, where the fuck did you come from? From the dream, of course. He had to go deeper. Burn. Maybe this what? You know what? This could be some sort of weird, weird ass fever dream of 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 um, Alfred. Oh. <laughs> I just blew everybody's <gasps> mind, didn't I? You mean like, you, you mean like a Brave and the Bold episode of um, yeah. Nights of Tomorrow? Oh, the Nights of Tomorrow. I, I would have dig that ending. <laughs> it's pretty much, it's pretty much like it's, it's pretty much his fantasy of like things of, of how he wants things to happen. It's like, look, I want to say fuck you to, I want to say, I always wanted to say fuck you to like Bruce Wayne. So I'm gonna say fuck you to Bruce Wayne. But I want Batman to, <laughs> I want Batman to succeed. But I also want, but I also want to be good friends still with Batman. So, this is all a fucking dream. I had, I had, I fell down the stairs. I fell in the, I fell down the, I fell down the shower, and I bumped my head. And this is all what's happening in my head. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 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 Only logical explanation I can give you that I can say, because like, why is this weird shit happening? I have, I don't have a question now. Go up. Do you think that Christopher Nolan? Phoned this all in because he was, at that point, the producer for Man of Steel. Yeah. No, I bet you. I, like I bet you. Mm. I bet you. Just for dollars, he 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 had he had that Man Three ready, but it it was all undone because of uh, Heath Ledger. Hmm. Yeah, but still, like Heath Ledger. Okay, Heath Ledger passed away before Dark Knight's release. Okay. So yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I would think that he. Go on, go on. I would think he had the ample time to modify everything. It's not that fucking hard. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It, 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 and not only that, also, like I said, there, there's a lot of things that reek of like studio interference as well that we need to consider. Don't you fucking hate it when that happens? Yeah. Like for example, like I said, like the whole thing with Bane's voice, that just like that was. That was inexcusable for 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 uh, for everything that it was. So I'm pretty sure they're like, look, look, you know, Chrissy, baby, come on, look, we need X X X X X X X X X X X X X X done for this movie. How do we know this? We got numbers. And I'm pretty sure Dolan's like, fuck you. But it's like, I like. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this like he didn't just phone it in. I'm pretty sure it's like, look. I'm gonna make this movie. I'm gonna do everything that you guys want me to. But you know what? At the end of this, you guys gotta let me give me complete control to put fucking Zack Snyder on a leash while he does the while he does the Man of Steel. And here's my problem with that is that Christopher Nolan is one of those directors, like right next to Steven Spielberg, where he is just untouchable at this point. Yeah. He. he would not their fuck with him because they know as soon as Nolan leaves, you know, whatever project they have, they know they're fucked. 
So yeah. I don't think it's so much a studio influence because how can you influence someone that is untouchable? Mm. Yeah. Like said, there's you so can't. many variables that we don't know at this point. That's a problem. Uh, I don't know. Like, to me, it's just like... I think, to me, like... Yeah, I think he phoned it a bit. Like... I just can't help it, you know, the way the way everything just unfolded, it feels like he phoned it in, you know? I don't, I don't blame you on, on that regard, because it's like, because like the thing is, like, I want to say he didn't. I really want to say that he, like, for the longest time was trying to fight very viciously to get to that, to get, to make the movie, like, with, with like, you know, with that original script, but I don't know. <sighs> I don't see it, I, but either way, you know what? Dark Knight Rises, look, it was a solid movie, okay? I'm not gonna lie, but this is, out of three, easily the weakest. You know, just because of all the bad taste in my mouth. Deb, you have any thoughts? Um, for, I mean, for what the positive has, it was great, but overall, I was very, very underwhelmed after after the movie so yeah i i'd say to me it was it it was not worth the full price and we wore our batman shirt to that show we were too. wearing batman shirts i made the ribbons and for the award and, and then then uh, we come out disappointed yeah yeah i, I was just like i'm not, I'm not even excited anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pretty bad and there were times that i I was just looking at the time. I'm like, oh, is, is it going to be over? Um, yeah. Now, let me ask you a question, Ram, since she brought it up. I'm waiting. Listening? Okay. Do you think the movie was too long? Yeah. We could do without, like, at least 30 minutes less of the movie. Hmm. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Because... Like, I didn't feel it, but when I clocked the, when I saw the clock after the end, it's just like, holy shit, it's been that long? Yeah. I left, like, I saw the movie on midnight, like, the day of the release. Um, I saw it, and I got out of the movie theater almost, like, around 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, 3, like, 355, wow. like, I was like, what? Yeah. So it's like that movie was. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I can. I don't like that's like a marathon sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're agreeing on this. Like that that movie was way too long for Water Sports. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So Rams, do you have any final thoughts? Well. Well, like I said, I I I I still have yet to see it again. Because I saw the movie, the trilogy version of the movie. I saw Batman Begins, and then The Dark Knight, and then I saw The Dark Knight Rises. And I think my opinions are very skewed still because I saw all three movies in succession before I saw the movie. Um, Because of that, I feel like the movie was... 
very weak, but I'm pretty sure if I watched it again more recently, I would get a better idea. I would get a better idea what they were trying to do, and maybe maybe get a little bit of the the taste of the first two movies out of my mouth, and finally get to see them. Finally see the the movie for what it's worth. As I'm standing right now, I have to agree with you all. all I have to agree with all three of you that this is the weakest of the three movies, and that at this point, whatever whatever the hell Christopher Nolan did in for bet with Dark Knight. I don't think it can ever be repeated ever again. Oh no, there's no way. Like, I, I, honestly, God, like, he, he somehow got lightning in the bottle, and he, like, they, and that's the thing. People wanted lightning in the bottle again, but you're just not gonna get that ever again. I think if people like go in with their with a little bit of their expectations a little bit lowered, they might come out of it enjoying it. But at the end of the day, you, oh guys, remember one last thing, and I think this this is a good way. And I think this is actually a good place to put it. Ultimately, when at the end of the day, it it wasn't as satisfying as say the Avengers, which had the same amount of time since the Dark Knight to establish this universe to bring in the Avengers. Here, like it took him this it took it took Marvel this long to get a movie like the Avengers out and make it work. And it took the and, and and that was and that was all between Marvel and Disney and Paramount to get to, and all the stars somehow aligned themselves correctly for this. And it took that same amount of time for one movie to come out, and that was for for Dark Knight between the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, and that's what and that was the end result of like years of waiting. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna disagree with you. The Avengers, I don't think, has anything to do with how I feel about Dark Knight Rises. I'm looking at this on just basics of it. You know how the plot advanced, how the characters interacted, how the characters married to the plot, all that. You know, right. in my, yeah. So in my mind, Avengers have absolutely nothing to do with it. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm only I'm I'm only comparing it to the Avengers because it's like. Here we have two movies like that. Here we have like these two movies that came out around the same time that have this this kind of a mythical build up. But you know what? No, you're the thing is you're comparing. Oh, I don't know. It's like apples to pomegranate. Good point. Yeah. Mm. So you're talking about two different types of movie. Uh, Avengers was, you know, serious and fun as hell movie. Joss Whedon, you know, that's his style. You know, Nolan has his own style, so you can't really compare the two. Yeah, that's so why it's like I didn't want to bring it up, but I was like, ah, well, might as well bring it up since uh, since it's, it is sort of like something I would say at the end of a closing line. So like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, no regrets. Yeah. yeah. However, when they come out with Justice League, you have my permission to compare. <laughs> but I don't think at this, you know what? At this point, Stan, I don't think there is going to be a Justice League movie. Oh, really? Do explain. I want to hear more oh, about this. Like... Okay. Go on. Green Lantern. Enough said. They could reboot it. Oh, oh yeah, my... we did talk about this. Yeah. But oh go my on. God. <laughs> oh my God. No. This leads to a They can life. reboot you, it. You want to rant for another hour? <laughs> Oh sure, what the hell? Like we were like what two hours? That's a 
That's about the average. Eh. But okay, I'll fine. Another hour. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to condense my. I'm gonna try to condense my my Green Lantern rant to to its barest minimum here to make to make to make it perfect okay. sense. Okay, you're asking me to take the Green Lantern, a Green Lantern movie that you could have done simply by having him fight like a lower level villain. And not and not establish O or anything like that. Just establish he's a guy with a fucking ring. Yet, you have yet it's yet whoever was in charge of the movie. I I don't want to say the director was because I'm pretty sure the director was like he was just taking orders at this point because I that, that that's what I what I've been hearing a lot lately. I was like I'm only doing it because I was taking orders from someone else. I don't know who I don't know if it was the producers or anything like that. But ultimately they wanted to make something that was too big for them to to make. Way, way, too fucking huge, and they decided to throw everything at it so 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 something can work, and that's like that's the opposite of what you want to do with a movie like The Green Lantern, and they did it, and I think that's like literally that movie was the very first time I was in, it, I literally went through denial. Wow. I was like, I was like, oh my god. I, 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 at first, I actually did enjoy the movie, and then I watched it again with the rose-tinted glasses taken off, and I'm like, I see the problem. I see all the problems of the movie, and I'm like, they have to look at this movie. They have to look at it, and they have to look at it, and they have to look at it very, 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 very closely. And they have to say, and they have to literally say, we cannot do this kind of movie ever again. Not only that, it scares. It's start, I'm starting to get really fucking scared of, of Man of Steel. Not because of not because of um, Zack Snyder's making the fucking movie. It's because um, I have this sinking feeling that they're gonna like because of what what kind of things that I saw Christopher Nolan was trying to do in The Dark Knight Rises. Like they're gonna try to do stuff that's too big, that's just way too big for Bat- for Superman to even handle, and that's the biggest problem. That's the biggest problem why a Justice League movie will not will not because they're they but they don't realize what Marvel's doing is they're really really breaking everything down to its most basic core to make it to make it work, which is like something you should start as like which is very big like. Writing 101 is basically, we have what's called a kiss rule. Keep it stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, keep it stupid, huh? Yeah, keep it stupid. That, 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 no, no, yeah. keep it stupid. That's, um, uh, that, that, that's, um, uh, that's something that, that's, um, that's Michael Bay's way of looking at it. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> but yeah, keep it simple, right? Keep it simple, stupid. If you keep everything simple... Okay. It, it works. That, what I liked about Iron Man a lot is that it kept everything simple. What I didn't like about Iron Man 2 was that it tried to horseshoe so much shit and it's like, it almost became too jarring for me to even watch. It's so, rich. so, ultimately, I feel like I have this big, I have this big sick feeling in my stomach that they're going to try to do a lot of stuff in the Man of Steel that they shouldn't be trying to be doing in the first movie. 
I'm gonna have to wait. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that we don't know anything about Man of Steel. Like we don't even know who the villains. Oh, oh General Zod. Yeah. All okay. we know is the spoilers. Here's the thing: I just spoiled already the movie, and it looks it looks great on paper. It's just like, really uh, uh, how about this? Hey, how about this? We wait till first or second trailer comes out, then we'll decide because we know who's gonna be in it. Like, um, you know, Russell Crowe's gonna be um Zoel. Uh, Freaking Russell Crowe, man. <laughs> yeah, Zoel. Yeah, Zoel. And here's Zoel. a kicker. Here's a kicker. Kevin Spacey is gonna be um Jonathan Clark. No, oh, Ke wow. yeah. Kevin Costner is going to be Jonathan Clark. Kevin Costner, I'm sorry. Kevin Oops. Costner. I said Kevin Ke Spacey, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay, Kevin Costner. Like, Wait a minute, what? They're bringing him back as, they're him back as Lex Luthor, what? That'd be awesome. I know. I'm oh, God. Well, actually, one of my favorite parts oh, of Superman Returns. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, yeah. So, Kevin Costner is going to be um, Jonathan Clark, right? Okay. Yeah. And Michael Shannon is going to be Zoel. Uh, I'm sorry, Michael Shannon is going to be General Zod. I am so General fucking Zod, off this yeah. rocker's And tip. then um, Lawrence Fishburne is gonna be Perry White, so yay. Any, yeah. any, mo any movie with any movie with Lawrence Fishburne, I'm in it. So, okay. I would say withhold judgment, okay? Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, like it, it, it's it's all it's all a matter of what it's all a matter of like can Man of Steel do something where where it it's not as big it, where it, it has that's the thing, and that's where they have to keep it extremely simple. Because if not, you're gonna end up with something like the Green Lantern, where it just felt too big for its own for its own good. And that's another thing. It's like with the Justice League movie, you need to work with that. And you know what the worst part is? They're not gonna they're not gonna hear a damn thing about it. Maybe they might they might maybe maybe just maybe for the Man of Steel they might scale it back. But any other movie they try to do, either it's gonna be another Green Lantern movie, a Wonder Woman movie, a Flash movie, or Heaven forbid, I, hope, I only hope they don't do this, a fucking Shazam movie. Oh, God. <laughs> if, 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 I, if I wake up tomorrow and they say they're going to do a, a Captain Marvel movie and, and Michael Bay is going to direct it, I will literally kill myself. <gasps> oh, my God, that's so terrible. Oh, oh, oh God. <sighs> okay. Oh Following that, okay, we have to see how Man of Steel does, and then we'll talk about the possibility of Justice League again. Yeah. Right now, yeah. I'm not. I'm not too. I'm right now. I'm not too hot on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So give give me like a few years, and then maybe just maybe I will. But like right now, I'm like I'm not too hot on the prospects. But then again, too, I was not too hot on the prospects on an Avengers movie. And. Look how that turned out. Oh, yeah. So, you could be wrong again. I can be eating my shoe in, in, in what, 2016. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, this time, this time, we'll probably feed you a booth with rhinestone covered. Oh, nice. <laughs> Tastes like rock candy. <laughs> all right, so that's it then. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all for all my thoughts. All right. Mm -hmm. All right then. Why don't you take us to the end of the road? 
Alright, and so you can find us at www.plasticjoint.com. Again, the, the address is www.plasticjoint.com. As for me, I am Ramses Rivera. And I'm Dan. And I'm Stan the Man saying, Yeah, what do you say? Where's our trigger? Where is she? I'm sorry, I'm about Batman. Alright. Batman's, Batman's everywhere. <laughs>